Welcome to Goop Tales, Behind the Story, for episodes 88 and 89. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the founder and creator of Goop Tales. If you're new to Goop Tales, and this is your very first time listening, you're probably going to want to go back and listen to episodes 88 and 89 that are the actual stories that I'm going to talk about today because the Behind the Story series was designed to accompany the regular story episodes and just give you a little peek behind how I create the stories and where their inspiration comes from. Today's episode is not actually a story, it's behind the story. We are going to pull back the curtain and dive a little bit deeper into Impatienta's adventures in Switzerland and Neverlisten's trip to the island of Isla in Scotland. I'm going to answer the one question I received from a listener about these stories. If you haven't already listened, just hit pause, go back and listen to those, and then you can come back and find out what happens behind the scenes. Micah sent in a question. And thank you, Micah, because you definitely have sent questions before, and I love your interest in this. And anybody else that has a question, please feel free to send in a question about the most recent Goop Tale, or even a really old one that you had a question about, and I am happy to answer it. Micah's question is, were there any other members of Napoleon's family besides his mother and father? Great question, Micah, because it has a really interesting answer. The answer is yes, there were other members. Napoleon, as it turned out, came from a pretty large family, He was one of seven. That means he had six siblings. I had no idea. So he had three brothers and three sisters. He had a brother named Joseph, a brother named Lucian, and a brother named Louis. And he had a sister named Elisa, a sister named Pauline, and a sister named Carolyn. There you go. That is the answer to your question, Micah big family. I think that um, Napoleon and I have that in common. I don't know if we have anything else in common. Have to do a little more research for that. I want to talk about Impatienta, how she goes to Switzerland and what happens there and a little bit of my inspiration for that. Impatienta was inspired or suggested by Emily, May, Jack, and Logan. All of them wrote in some version of her name from Impatia, Impatienta, Impatientina, and Impatientum. I had to sort of put those all together and create one name. Ended up with Impatienta. But basically, her defining characteristic as a goop is that she's very, very impatient. I can relate to that for sure because I tend to be a little on the impatient side. My mind moves very quickly. Sometimes when I hear other people speaking, 
I want them just to hurry up because I feel like I want to ask a question or my mind is already knows or thinks it knows the answer to what they're going to say. And it just goes kind of haywire when I get impatient. Does that ever happen to you? I kind of think about it like being impatient scrambles my brain and I don't think straight. And that's when I make mistakes. Sometimes I just want to get to the next step or the next place and I get very impatient and I just do things that I probably shouldn't do. I'll delete files, I'll throw things away, I'll blurt things out. It's not good. And I I admit that I definitely can be impatient at times, but as I've gotten older, I've worked on it a lot and I found that there's something really, really great about being more patient. I'm going to talk about that because I tend to find out a lot more things, kind of like an investigator. Have you ever asked anybody a question? Then you barely wait for them to give you the answer and then you're off to the next thing and you kind of don't really listen to the answer. That's where never listen comes in because you just want to move on to your next event or wherever, whatever it is that you're doing because you're, you're just impatient to get there. Let me tell you a little secret. And this is actually a secret that I know the FBI uses and law enforcement uses. And I think probably really good detectives use. What they do is when they ask questions, they ask the question and then they don't say anything. They're just super quiet. And they listen to who's ever answering the question. And when that person's done answering, they still don't say anything. Because you know that when there's that silence, if you don't say anything, people start to tell you more and more than you even thought possible. So it's this really cool way of learning more about a person or more about what they're saying. All you have to do is be quiet. And I thought, that's pretty cool. I started using that technique when I'm talking to people that I meet or friends or people at a party. It's really interesting, actually, to just take the position of being a listener, especially if I'm tired. Sometimes I just think, I'm just going to be the listener. I'm not going to really think in my head in advance what I want to say to this person or what my answer should be to them. I'm just going to listen. And in fact, do you know that a very, very famous actress that I know my young listeners may or may not know, her name is Meryl Streep. She's considered one of the best actresses alive. She was once asked why she's so good, how she's such an amazing actress. Like, what is her secret to being such an amazing actress? And she said that it was because she listens with her whole Body. She just listens. So imagine she's in a movie with another actor. They both know what they're supposed to say because they have their lines, their script. But instead of thinking about what her next line is, because she has it already memorized anyways, she looks at the person in front of her and just listens to them as if she's hearing what they're saying for the very first time. And so instead of reacting to them, where that's kind of what she's making up about what they're saying, her reaction, 
She instead just listens and then she can respond to them. I hope that makes sense because I've always found that really interesting about listening. I try to do that, especially if I'm in a social situation or I'm meeting new friends or new people. Maybe I'm nervous or I don't feel comfortable. I just think, okay, all I have to do is ask a question and then just listen. So try that. Go ahead and try it on like your friend or a parent or a sibling. You could even do something like ask, maybe your mom or your dad makes really delicious cookies that you love. You could just ask them, how do you make such delicious cookies? And then just sit back and listen to what they have to say. And who knows, maybe at the end, they're gonna be inspired to make that delicious cookie for you. my thought on listening. And that is actually relates to both Impatienta and to Never Listen, who doesn't really listen to what people are saying because he's always in such a hurry to get to the next place. These two stories, you know what they reminded me of in my own life? Oh my gosh. A long time ago, many, many years ago, when I was in college, I went to Switzerland for the summer to be an au pair for three children that lived in a very big, fancy house in Switzerland. Before I left, I thought it was gonna be so great, just like the greatest adventure to go and live in Switzerland for the summer and be this au pair. And I got there probably for the first couple days, it was good. And then after less than a week, the children decided to turn on me. Can you believe that? They all turned on me. And I don't really know what instigated that. You know, I didn't speak German. They all spoke German. They just decided, I don't know if they were bored or if it's just what they did because we were out in the middle of the country, kind of in the middle of nowhere. So they decided they did not like me. They all got together and they were really mean to me. It really was not fun. So what I did is I fulfilled my duties there. I did what I had to do there. And then I left because it was not fun to be around them. And I left. But the good part is is because I left early, I was able to travel all around Switzerland. And I got to go to Bern, which is in the episode with Impatienta, where they have the Zeitglock, the big clock that she climbs into. And I got to see that in person and so many other incredible cities in Switzerland. I took trains all over Switzerland was so, so beautiful. Switzerland is like a, it's like a storybook. It's like a fairy tale. Everything there is just perfect and kept and green and beautiful and big mountains and gorgeous, gorgeous. If you can ever go to Switzerland, I would definitely recommend it. But that's what happened to me when I was in Switzerland. And it all turned out because look at the trip I got to take which now, years later, I'm able to use those memories to write goop tales. So it all works out. But I do think about that time, 
And I think maybe if I had been a little more patient or tried to listen a little bit more, or if the kids had been a little bit more patient with me or tried to listen a little bit more, I might have lasted longer. But it didn't work out that way. And that's okay because things don't always work out like you think. Sometimes they work out even better. All right, that's it for this episode of Behind the Story. If you have any other questions, please send them in for the next Behind the Story. And I will see you in the next Goop Tale. 